Up and Adam in the morning, it's 921, hanging out with my friends from the melodrama, Great American Melodrama in the house. Give yourselves a hand because I don't have as many hands. I want to show you guys some love here. I do love the melodrama. Uh, Katie, get in that mic right there. Let me see if that's even working. Yes, hello. Oh, it is. Good, good, good. And then, um, Mike, get in that one. What's up, everybody? Well, there we go. Yeah, there's Mike Fiore. And then we got John Keating. Which Hi. About? Yeah. <laughs> and then Gabrielle Smith. Hello. What's going on? How are? How is everybody? Everyone feeling good? Is this too early for, for actors? I'm not going to lie, dude. Yeah, it's super early. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because we'll have musicians in here. And um, it's just like, you know, they don't like hours of single digits you know what i mean you get them and they're just like and then they don't want to sing yeah so i didn't know if the if actors found this a little bit too early but it's so great to see all of your smiling faces uh introduce yourselves we'll start with gabrielle because gabrielle you are you are new to the mix yes hi my name is gabrielle smith um i'm from kansas and this is my first show at the melodrama and my first time on the central coast what do you how long you've been here i've been here for about a month and a half now i yeah. think um, yeah. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the Central Coast? I love it. Um, you know, being from Kansas, I don't have access to a beach at all. Um, <laughs> so it's been really great to, to be able to do that here. What is Kansas like? I mean, have you ever been to Kansas before? Like, I've seen it on a map. I think I could point it out. <laughs> but Kansas, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty awesome. What's it like right now? Yeah, Kansas is a lot of fun. I'm from Lawrence, Kansas, which is the home of the University of Kansas. We just yeah. won the national basketball title. Go basketball. Jayhawks. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Beacom. Yeah, Beacom. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I really like it. Um, there's always so much to do since it's a college town. So much good food. Um, great concert venues. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, you have a great voice, too. Thank you. Yeah, I was, still, I was talking to Katie on the phone yesterday. You guys have such good voices. <laughs> I love all of your voices. Uh, so Gabrielle is new to town. Well, that's great. I love it. And how, what was it like meeting these crazies and getting into the whole, uh, getting into the melodrama? Yeah, I was a little nervous at first, but everyone has been so so welcoming um and i really feel like this place is a family and uh, i feel truly fully welcomed here so yeah yeah that's pretty cool um john tell me a little bit about yourself my friend yeah my name is john keating and i'm originally from minnesota mm -hmm. and i came out here to california in the year of 2008 uh to work at the melodrama I went to a big cattle call in, uh, cattle call is like a big audition with yeah. hundreds and hundreds of people out in Memphis, and the melodrama was there, and um, they brought me out here, and uh, yeah, I guess the rest is history. I was here for four years uh, then, and then left, and now I'm back. Left and came back. Yeah. Is it, and forgive me for asking such a stupid question, I could even ask this to Gabrielle, too, about, um, about Kansas, but... Do people like you just stand out in Kansas or Minnesota? I mean, you're so outgoing. You've got this great personality. It's just like, I don't think my talents are going to get used here in Minnesota. I don't know. I need to find, I need to break out of here. Or is, am, I, am, I, am I missing something or what? Um, You know, I... It, <laughs> is the melodrama there as cool as it is here? Well, there's a, there's a theater scene... Um, in Minnesota, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, sure, I Minneapolis, Minneapolis probably yeah. has a, a big, you know, any yeah. metro area, sure. Right. Like the big cities in Kansas probably got a cool scene. But, I mean, what is the rest of it like? Right. Well, I'm probably going to get in trouble. I hope no one from Minnesota is listening to this. Because Minnesotans are 
they're kind of they're 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 nice, but they're but they're also don't you know? Don't, yeah, they're kind of just like <laughs> nice on the outside, but really they're just kind of in a hurry and minding their own business. Uh-huh. Um, where here in California, everybody's looking you in the eye on the street and they're saying hello to you. Yeah, and it's just so funny because Minnesota is. I mean, there's, they have all the shirts that say Minnesota nice on them. And I'm like, you guys are not always the sweetest. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a big difference um, out here. You know, and it gets really cold there. Yeah. So I think that's part Super of it. It's like, I don't have time for niceties. It's freezing. Like, you know, I just got to get my car warm so I can get in it. Yeah. Um, and then, like, snow's a thing. I talked to friend, my, and my girls from the East Coast. Like, I mean, shoveling snow is a thing. All those things are like... yeah. Parts of your life that just never are here, thank God. Right. But we have our own issues. Obviously, California, you know, you've been here long enough, you know, we got our own issues. Mike Fiore, what is up, my man? Tell me a little bit about you. Howdy. Well, uh, unfortunately, I don't have uh, as an exotic a story as these guys. I grew up in the area. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a San Luis Obispo native. Nice. I graduated Slow High, class of 09. Yeah. What is the hat from? I know that brand. Uh, this is Well Bred. Oh, Bob's Well Bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, of course. From yeah. Los Alamos. Yeah. Dude, best bread. Best best place. I love that. And great hats. Yeah, and great hats. Yeah, and the local's great too. Yeah, I like Bob a lot. His story is really interesting. I don't know if you ever got a chance to learn history. He was in the entertainment business. And then, oh, wait, he got pink slipped. And he's totally did a career change, you know, late into adult career life. And he's like, I'm going to get into, you know, baking. Yeah. And I'm going to be the best baker. And have the best bread everywhere, and shoot, he does. He's crushing it, yeah. Yeah, he's crushing it. <laughs> so you're a local dude. How did you get mixed up with the uh, Great American Melodrama? I mean, uh, my family wasn't like... There are some families on the Central Coast, obviously, who go to like the Christmas show every year, or they're even like season subscribers, and they go to every show. My family, not so much, but I did, I did see the occasional show growing up, and then, you know, in high school, once I started getting more into theater, obviously... Yeah, started checking it out a little more, and then I went to school for for theater in Santa Maria at PCPA. Yeah, oh, great, and, fantastic. Uh, yeah, uh, George Walker uh, was working at the Melodrama at the time, and also kind of working at PCPA a little bit as well. And uh, so he came out and auditioned. He briefly took over the position of artistic director, so he came out to PCPA when I was a student and auditioned us and. You know, I, I did my first job there right after I graduated. Yeah. And then I took I took maybe a, a few years off working around some other theaters. But yeah. I've been back in the area like five, six years now. How does our theater compare to others in some, you know, small to medium markets across the country? Um, you know, I, I'd say it's it's pretty comparable, our scene here. Yeah. Um, we, we have like PCPA is probably like our... Our biggest budget yeah. place, and then we have the melodrama. That's well, just a ton of fun, and oh uh, yeah, very and there's so friendly. much talent there. Oh like, yeah, every time you go there, it's like really an institution on the Central Coast. How long, uh, Katie, has this been a thing? The Great American Melodrama. Since 1975. Lean in more. Since 1975. Wow, so yeah. that's a long time. That's super. It's been with John and Lynn oh. since 1975. Yeah. They did. I uh, opened up another melodrama in. Uh, Bakersfield. Oh, cool. Uh, that was there for a little bit. Uh, Leslie Jordan. I don't know if you know Leslie Jordan from Will and Grace. Yeah. Yeah. He worked there. Oh, at wow. Melodrama in Bakersfield. No way. Yeah. So uh, I, I remember growing up in Southern California and we had the Moore Park melodrama. And I remember going to that when I was younger. I was like, this is so cool. Like, this is so much fun. 
and the, the, you just want to be friends with all the actors and actresses. They're just so talented. And then when I found out we had one here, I was like, oh, damn, this is so neat. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So let's talk about, uh, like, give me your backstory, Katie. I, I started working for the Melodrama back in 2007 mm -hmm. after I graduated from PCPA yeah. in 2006. And I've been working for them off and on as an actor. And it's actually where I met my husband. Uh, he's also an actor at the Melodrama. And then yeah, I think in 2010, we moved to Oregon. And then I've just been coming back to play more roles and then directing. And then nice. lucky enough to uh, be able to step into this interim position. Is anyone else a, have a partner that's also an actor or an actress or in the in the thing you? Yeah, yeah. My significant other, Rachel, uh, you'll see you see your name on the little... She directed the... Oh, cool! The vaudeville show that we're that we do at the at the end of the night. You guys must be fun, like playing Pictionary, or like any type of these games. You know, like where like couples are doing something, like or like a taboo. You know, like me. You know, I just can imagine like you guys must be so much fun to like do game night with. So, um, uh, let's see, John. Tell me a little bit about the Mark of Morrow. What's going on with this new production? Yeah, the Mark of Morrow is uh, it's. It's a little different than what's normally done at the melodrama stage because it's set in 2022. A lot of times we'll do things that are, you know, period pieces that were 200 set 200 years ago or something. So um, that's kind of fun. It's got some it's got a very contemporary feel, and it is about a young college, uh, a young guy in college who is um, kind of facing um, this issue with the dean of the college. And it's affecting the other students, and so he um, is being heroic and uh, trying to save the day. Um, and he's also a, a, a comic fanatic, and one of the comics that he's really into is The Mark of Morrow. No. What is it called? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. So I, I love how you guys infuse the local... The local kind of scene and vernacular and like, you know, we kind of dump on Bakersfield a little bit, which is fun. <laughs> so where does that kind of come in? Are these like template plays or are these 100% written here or are these like things that we kind of add in just put the, the local flavor? Mike, how do you guys do this? Well, so you were talking a little bit about uh, the show that you saw that was about Pismo with the, with the seagull and the clam. Uh -huh. So that was kind of a... Uh, a spinoff of Mamma Mia, the, the ABBA show. We sort of took... That plot and 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 parodied it, yeah. parodied it yeah. essentially by yeah exactly what you're saying like just injecting it with some local flavor. So yeah. good. Now is uh, Gabrielle, have you been kind of you got to be picking up on some of this local stuff, right? Because I mean, it's, I know it's new to you, but what has it been like, kind of getting into this this production, and what role do you play? Yeah, so um, I play the role of Penelope. Um, Penelope is a fun loving science nerd who's uh, very driven um, and very motivated to get this funding back. Um, yeah, there's a lot of very, like, location-specific references that I've definitely, like, had to ask around about <laughs> yeah. several times. And, you know, you're like, why does everybody hate Bakersfield? Like, like, I, I, like, I literally <laughs> asked that, like, yeah. two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, you're like, poor Bakersfield. I gotta figure out. Like, um, yeah, so, you know, there's been a learning curve, but everyone's been super great about answering all of those questions. Well, what's so funny is that the people who are vacationing, and the thing about Bakersfield is they come here every weekend, sure. especially during our summertime. So it's like our beaches are, you know, littered with the 559s and the 661s. Those are their area codes. Sure. You know, like the Fresnos, the, the Bakersfields. So that's why it's just like, it's just such great go-to comedy, you yeah. know? I love it. Um, what's your role? Um, I play two roles. I play uh, a student named Kevin, um, who is also the, the main, the main um, 
conflict is that we've lost all of our funding for our programs. So uh, he's uh, he uh, he's in charge of the theater club, and then I also play Moro, who um, the the comic book character. Oh, cool, Mike. Who are you in this? I'm Mark himself, uh, the sort of new kid at school uh, who's uh, trying to unravel this mystery with the with the funding. And Katie, are you the artistic director? You're not in this one? I am not in this one. Is that kind of a relief? Or do you kind of watch them having so much fun? You're like, oh, I wish I was in this one. Well, I, it's, it's a different, it's a different uh, feeling, absolutely. But it's still a feeling of happiness and thrill to for watch sure. them. Yeah. Um, and I, I was able to step in and choreograph for the vaudeville. So I still had my feet in there. But I'm looking forward to this next production, which uh, Butch Casting Sunburn Kid, that they're going to start rehearsals for uh, next week. And I'm going to be able to just fully step into the artistic director so I can just keep my eye out and just let them have fun with their new people that are coming in. What does the artistic director do? So the artistic director does a big blanket of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, currently, the, I, it is my job to pick our wonderful actors the season. I make sure that we are out there in the community, make sure that everyone knows what we are doing and long list of yeah, things that I totally. don't have time for on your right. show. I, but one thing that I, I also have to step in if there isn't a someone to build sets, need to make oh, sure find a carpenter, sure. which we luckily did with one of our actors in this current show. That's he so cool. Carpenters saved our butts. Yeah. And uh, he built a lot of the set. Wow. Oh, it's it's great. But then yeah. also stepping in to help build. Yeah. Make stuff. That's it's, so it's, cool. It's a lot of fun and I obviously wouldn't be happy and smiling all yeah. the time if I didn't love this theater. That's so cool. I do. We're going to come back. We're going to continue with Katie, Mike, uh, Gabrielle, John. We got uh, some of the uh, actors, actresses here from the great American melodrama. We'll talk about how it all goes down too because it's still, it's so fun. And like during your mission, you guys are the ones um, serving folks and then the That's vaudeville right. at the end. So we're going to talk about all of it. I do love the melodrama. We got our friends here from the great American melodrama. It is Up and Adam in the Morning. You're Up and Adam in the Morning. Up and Adam in the Morning. The Crush 92.5. It's Up and Adam in the Morning, 946. Adam Montiel with my friends from the great American melodrama. What's up, friends? Give me some. I love this. Uh, we have Gabrielle Smith, who is new to town, uh, John Keating, Mike Fiore, Katie Woolley Worleybeck, correct? Katie Worleybeck. There we go. And uh, the Great American Melodrama is in the house. The new play is called uh, The Mark of Morrow. And um, I'm curious, did we all do high school theater? Sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What, were you, anybody in the Christmas Carol? Uh, no. Melodrama numerous times, hear, but yeah. not, in, not in high school, no. Yeah. My uh, my best high school theater story was I played Fred in The Christmas Carol. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and Mary was this girl I liked named Dana. And um, and we, we kind of liked each other, but her mom, her mom didn't like me. I was two grades above her, and it just, I don't know, her mom didn't really care for me much. I was a bad boy, you know. <laughs> and um, so we have to kiss, and there's a kissing scene. You know, it's a quick little kiss by the Christmas tree. And um, Dana's mom wouldn't come because she had to kiss Adam Montiel. Wow. Can you imagine that? That's rough. <laughs> so rough, oh dude. Oh, my gosh. Any, any Gabrielle, you have any kind of like high school drama, theater stories that are fun? Or oh, God. Any memory of the sticks out or any, any role that you played that was really special to you? Or um, Yeah, I, uh, I played, my senior year, I played the Cat in the Hat in Seussical. Oh, cool. Um, 
which is just a little musical with a bunch of different characters that Dr. Seuss created. Um, I would say that was probably the one thing that stood out, just because it was such a fun role. Yeah. Um, the role of the cat in the hat is just, it's it's so big, and he, uh, th- that role kind of function as, functions as, like, the MC for the entire musical, so it was fun to just sort of, like, play with the audience and literally just, like, flop around stage for an hour and a half every night. <laughs> when do you know that you have, like, something to do? Does your parents tell you, like, oh, my God, you're just too much, Gabrielle. You need to go do this. Or or do you see people on TV and you're like, oh, I want to try that? Like, when do you know, like, you have either a, a talent or, or, or a desire to want to get out and do something like this? Um, Yeah, that's a good question. I... So my best friend in middle school encouraged me to go audition for one of the plays at the local community theater. Um, and so I, I got into that and then I spent the summer doing that and basically just falling in love with theater. And then from there, I just never wanted to stop chasing the sort of feeling that I got yeah. from it. So, John, was there any kind of um, notable things that happened in your high school theater days or any roles that stand out to you? Oh, my gosh. I mean... One thing that I appreciate from high school theater is um, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream. Oh, sure, yeah. Because my character in this play is obsessed with musical theater, and I don't want to give too much away, but I'm gonna. <laughs> I have to list all of the colors from Joseph's coat, which I think there's there's got to be like 32 colors. And it, it came back from my high school days. The, the, my memory... Like, I memorized it for this show, but also I was like, ooh, this is in there. You're conjuring up these old... Yeah, yeah right. It's like that file cabinet in your brain. Seriously. No way. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Um, the thing I liked about my high school theater experience was... So, shockingly, Slow High, in my time, this might have changed by now, but we didn't have, like, a a, a, a serious theater department to speak of. Nothing like like AG High and Napomo High have Where they got their own theater centers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. We didn't have that at Slow, so kind of like the characters in our show that we're doing right now, uh, it was all student-driven. It was just like a theater club and a Shakespeare club, and so we kind of did everything. We built sets and and found costumes ourselves, so it was, it was cool. It was very good for me to uh, experience sort of the more technical sides of theater early on. Yeah. Yeah. Katie, what about you? Oh, man. Well, I transferred to a new school district my freshman year in high school. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah, really rough. And I, when I auditioned for the the musical, which was the second part of the year, super happy. I was like, yeah, I can finally make friends. And, and I auditioned. And then at the audition, here was this new girl auditioning for things that people were like, oh, I already know I'm going to get this. I know I'm going to get that. I'm going to get this and that. Yeah. And then here I come. And then the, the musical director, she's like, okay, everyone listen to Katie. This is how I want you to sing it. I was like, great. I am not going to make friends. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you for not only like yeah. like calling me out on on that, but now I'm like, uh it's weird because a part of it is like, oh, that's so awesome, but you don't even get to enjoy the compliment or that awesomeness because you just want to make friends, and now this lady totally C-blocked you. Yeah. You know, making it friends. It took a while. <laughs> you know, we became friends. But, yeah, yeah, but still. But it definitely took a while of, like, castless going. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that homely girl got that part. I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh. And then we became best friends. So. That's so cool. <laughs> is, um... The website, the best place to like learn more about it, get tickets, yes, things like that. Absolutely, the the website is americanmelodrama.com. dot uh-huh. and you can see every you can see pictures from the Kern show, past shows. You can also see the history 
behind the Melodrama. It's so cool. I, it's an institution here. Lynn, and I love it. It's it's wonderful. But yes, you can absolutely buy your tickets from that website. Okay, so because I, you can buy it 24-7. But if you want to talk to one of the box office people like Colleen or yeah. Stacy or Kayleen, our box office is open Wednesday through Sunday at 12 o'clock. Wednesday through Sunday, 12 o'clock, if you want to, like, show up old school and yeah, buy your tickets. show up old school, or you can give us a call. Our phone number is 805-489-2499, and you can actually talk to someone, and they'll tell you where the best seats are. And when, yes, yeah, so you can buy your tickets, you choose your seats, right? Mm -hmm. And then you buy those, and it's it kind of, it's set up, like, almost like, um like, you go to, like, to a stand-up comedy place. So you got little, little cocktail rounds, and... You're sitting around. Then you got the you got some bleacher seating kind of thing. We do. We got bleachers on the sides and in the back, and then yeah. we got those cabaret tables. What are the best you seats? Make, you make friends with the people you sit next for to sure. because you it's tight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What um where where's the best seats? Where do you think of the best seats? Well, for for this show, you're gonna have to call and find out. Speak to one of our box office people. Okay. They'll tell you exactly where to sit for the show. Okay. But I'll tell you offline where you. Okay. Oh, I'm very interested in that. <laughs> so the Mark of Morrow, this is going until June 18th, and then it's Butch Cassidy and the Sunburnt Kid, uh, Sand in Our Shorts, August through mid-September, Scary Poppins, uh, late September through mid-November, and then you guys are always, I mean, the, the holiday extravaganza is a super big deal. Yes. Those things sell out super quick. They do. So you, It's a different show every year? Uh, well, we have our traditional... Christmas Carol yeah. that we do is a very shortened version, uh -huh. and then we always have a fractured fairy tale opera, taking mm -hmm. a well-known a uh, fairy tale and then putting it to some popular operatic music with a fun little melodrama twist. And then we have our holiday vaudeville, which is song, dance, sketch for the holidays. And it's so cool that you guys are like um, working the snack bar in between. Are there certain things that are fun to work and not? Do they stick you, Gabrielle, in doing some of the rookie stuff because you're new or what? You're like, you're on popcorn or I don't know. Yeah, they, they, have me, uh, they have me working the register, taking orders. And oh, then at great. one point, I, I prepare sodas. I think my favorite. Uh, oh, that's my favorite the, I love that. Before. Yeah, it's it's super easy. I would choose that one. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, that's what about you? What do you, what do you? what do you master? Nachos? What are we doing? Um, yeah, I've been a soda boy. There's also a, there's also a position where you call, you, you, you call the customer's order out so that everybody can prepare it. I used to do that oh, a yeah. lot when I went mm -hmm. which is fun. But you gotta that's your warm up, you know, you're you're yelling. <laughs> right. Don't you guys do something when, when you when they tip or something? Oh yeah. 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 What we do you sing guys do? A song every time somebody tips us. We Let sing me, a, a different tip song. Give me a give me a tip song. You tipped us, yeah, yeah, yeah. You tipped us, yeah, yeah, yeah. With a tip like that, you know you made us glad. Ooh. I love it. That's so much fun. We have over a hundred tip songs. Really? Yeah. If you underneath our register, we have a little sheet of paper that will tell you all of the names of our tip songs, and then we also have a whole bunch of holiday tip songs. And then how do you call one out? Like someone gets a good tip, they just go like one, two. Like how do you know what? How do you do that? So there's a little bell that the cashier will ring, and then they start the song, and then everyone just kind of joins in from there. Because you just know by the first three or four words of it, you're like, oh, it's this one. Yeah, kind of like, much. Kind of like yeah. you just did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I, can I get one more tip song? Sure. Give me one more tip song. Katie, you're good at this. You tipped our jar. We liked it. Our bank accounts don't mind it. In fact, they, they love, love it. it. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh, you guys are so awesome. It's so much fun. We have uh, Katie Worley back. She is the interim artistic director for the great American melodrama. We also have Mike Fiore, local boy, coming in. Uh, John Keating 
from Minnesota, uh, the new Gabrielle Smith. I'm so excited to see. Um, I want to talk to you again because I'd love to know like what you get out of the Central Coast and what you know. I mean, because you're only here for well, you're here for the summer. Yeah, for most of the summer. Summer, yeah. Good for you. Well, we got to, you know, maybe we should almost do some features with you on the air here. Send you to different little things and oh, get your first okay. take. Get your first take on, on some Central Coast things. You be down for that? Yeah. I love that. That'd be cool. All right. Well, very good. You guys have been such a pleasure. I, there's a few, there's a few like Central Coastal nuggets. We were talking about Hearst Castle off the air. That's one of them. The great American melodrama, what you guys do, it just fills my heart. I just love it so much. So I can't wait to see this production, The Mark of Morrow, and I can't thank you guys enough for being up and at him in the morning. Give yourselves a hand. Yeah, yeah. Hey, thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you. Appreciate it.